Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the brand new episode of The Best Your Nation. This is your boy Finn. We got your boy Adler. Hey, hey, hey. And we are here on The Best Your Nation, a brand new episode in season five. We're excited. As a matter of fact, Adler, I think this episode today is part two of something we talked about uh, previous, well, several weeks ago on one of our other episodes. Um, and that was getting to know your friends much better. Yes. So uh, before we even get started, man, I just want to see how you're doing, how things are up in Georgia. I know you've been saying it's been really cold up there. How's the weather uh, at the moment for you? So um, for all my Floridians out there um, who've never dealt with snow, there is something called black ice. And apparently it's this invisible layer of ice that's on the road that makes it very slippery. And today... I was introduced to black ice. I didn't experience anything, you know, luckily I got home safely and everything, but um, apparently it's, it's out and about today. And we also have a little bit of snow in the Atlanta region. So um, it's, it's different, but you know, all the knowledge is, you know, combating to stay warm. And that's probably the, you know, most, uh, I think the biggest thing I'm trying to do um, as of lately. Coming from, coming from you, uh, I'm not laughing at you. I just think it's funny because you know you were you were born in, you were born you were born here in Florida, and your background is you're from the islands. Like your blood is not meant to be in the cold cold weather. So I just it's just so funny to think about the fact that you are in this place right now where it's freezing cold. Learn how to de-ice your window. Fun fact: I was actually born in New York. Um, oh yes, October thirteenth, nineteen ninety. Beautiful, beautiful time, beautiful day, beautiful year. Um, but yeah, um, we when I was born, um, we only stayed there for a little while, and then we moved down to Florida. So you know, I've just gotten used to the the warm weather. I'm a I'm a guy that can deal with hurricane, not you know snowstorms. You know, that's that's different. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a different experience, man, and. You know, while while I didn't even, I totally forgot that you were born in New York. I don't know why I forgot. We've talked about it before. We're actually going to continue our series or this or part two of something we talked about, like I mentioned a little bit ago. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things I think we really, really, really want to emphasize because a lot of people don't talk about it. People don't get don't sit down anymore and have these very vital conversations and they really only know their friends very superficially. And I think it's crucial to connect and collaborate with people all the time, because if you don't learn about the people you're around, how are you really supposed to grow as a person? How are you supposed to better yourself? And, and so today you and I are going to go and ask each other some questions, answer it as truthfully and honest as possible. We're going to get a better (laughs) understanding and better knowledge of, you know, two of us but absolutely first, but first and most importantly um here at the best you nation finn and i we um thrive off of you know providing your weekly dose of positivity and being the best version of yourselves as much as possible and if you are a fan if you find any value in the content that we are 
providing on a week-to-week basis, then definitely like and subscribe. We're on Spotify at the Best You Nation. We're on YouTube at the Best You Nation. Um, we're on Instagram at the Best You Nation. Everywhere you go, it's the Best You Nation. We're, we're taking over. So um, definitely um, like and subscribe and share. And um, you know, without any further ado, Finn, I believe I'm going to let you go first. You pick up and ask the first question, and I'm going to get my next question lined up. All right. So, yes, dude, I am excited for this because we have, you know, a variety of questions that we've got lined up today. And um, my first question for you, man, um, it's kind of like a random list here that I'm just going through, unfortunately, just to kind of go. So, okay. Here's what I'm just saying. It's whatever. What's that? I said, if you need me to go first, it's whatever. I got one. So you No, know. I got one. I got one. I found one. This is actually a good one because I, I looked at this and I kind of like, what would I do? So so you, let's just say you just won $10,000. Okay. You just won $10,000. I mean, who who wouldn't want $10,000, right? Just give it to them. What are you going to do with that money? What would Adler do with an additional $10,000? I think I know the answer, but I want to hear you say it and see if, uh, uh, if what I'm thinking is correct. Uh, okay. Um, so, I mean, like, I feel like we both kind of already know what, what I would do in this. Um, so mm-hmm. instead of giving you my direct answer, I'm just going to tell you in a parable, um, so um, I, I think, you know, Jesus, you know, he uh, sat down with his disciples and sat down with a whole bunch of people. And he gave them this parable about like um, the master and the master had given three servants, um, you know, some money or um, some form of currency. And he provided one with um, 10, you know, $10 or, you know, 10, whatever the currency is. He provided the second one with five and he provided the second one, uh, third one with two. So he went out of town and, um, you know, this is just like, you know, fast forward and you just kind of get highlighting most of it. He went out of town and when he returned, the one servant that was given two came back with four pieces and said, hey, you know, what you gave me, I was able to turn into four. And the second one, you know, came back with the five and said, I turned it into 10. But the third one, um, he immediately got scared. And he just buried his money. And instead of like, you know, producing or, you know, doing something with it, he just put it in the, put it in the ground. And then when his master came back up, he pulled it back up and he was just like, Hey, I still have the original 10 that you gave me. And, you know, he's saying, like, he's saying this like super proud. And, um, you know, obviously the master gets upset. He's just like, you know, these guys were able to turn it into something else. And you just threw it into the ground and did nothing with it. So then he takes the, um, uh, the ten dollars or whatever it was, and he split it amongst the other two servants. And um, you know, the basic, the basic gist of it is, um, whatever God provides you with, you're supposed to take it, turn it, and multiply it. So, given that I'm given ten thousand um, dollars, I'm gonna find a way to invest it as smart as I possibly can, and turn it into a little bit more, and also give a little bit of my proceeds to either a local charity um you know prob- preferably probably be like uh, the boys and girls club um for um kids that um are growing up without their parents uh, who are either in jail or 
um, just uh, underprivileged. That's something that kind of speaks near and dear to me. Not because um, I didn't grow up with my parents, because I grew up with both my parents at home. And I have a healthy understanding with what what comes with a two-parent home. You know, like, you know, being raised in a two-parent home, there's, uh, there's a lot of advantages to it. And um, people who are less unfortunate to be in that same situation, I kind of sympathize with them and, um, you know, want to put them in a better position than um, they already started off life with. So that's something that's passionate to me. So I would try to turn it into something more and then be able to, uh, you know, give a donation, you know. Then no, to give some, so to take, to, to have some for yourself, but also give back for others to have something too. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and, and I think that's, that's generally um, our responsibility. Um, you know, especially when you, when you talk about generation, you talk about growth and stuff like that. You got to look at it like, you know, my job, your job, and this is why we, we're here on the Best Nation. Our job is to pave the road and make it better for those that come in after us. So for those that don't have a way, that don't know a way, don't know uh, how to get to where they're trying to go, our job is to spend the rest of our lives paving it so that way they have either a roadmap or something to emulate, something to follow, so a, a guide. And that's that, that's something I, I take um I take that like as my personal responsibility. So like, that's something that's like near and dear to me. Absolutely, man. No, and, and I, and I, I can understand that. And I could be right on that page with you, man. I think that with the generation that is coming behind us, I'm a bit worried. Um, and I, I think that's one of the, that's one of the motivations for me. It's one of the driving forces is that they I don't want to see them struggle and I don't want to see them. And they, I mean, let me take that back. They need to struggle. Struggle is a part of the process, but I don't want to see them stay get, like stay stuck or get uh, derailed or be discouraged to move forward. Because I think a lot of what happens is people get in the cycle of oh, I'm not going to get there, and they're just they're beating themselves down. They're in the negative headspace, and and that's that's not where I want this next group of people. I don't want the people we talk to now get lost or stay in that lost position if they are lost yeah. so i think there's a lot of people out there that probably go well what do these guys know about my situation well we try to you know orient everything in a direction where it is focusing on everybody's situation in some some shape or form yeah but i love your point man i i figure that you probably would have i thought well I was partially like maybe this much correct. I was thinking mostly the stock market. That's where I thought where at least ten thousand dollars you would drop it all. I mean, you did say investing, but like literally in the stock market. Like that's literally that came to mind. No, so, yeah. but, I mean, like you know, the stock market is probably the um, most dependable way to probably um, you know invest. But I, I would invest in just about anything um, if if I saw the value in it. You know, so I, I wouldn't just lim- necessarily limit it to just the stock market. Although that, I definitely wouldn't go to heaven if I had it, you know? For sure, for sure. So now it's your turn. What would you do? Um, what would I do? Well, with ten thousand dollars. Well, it depends if I if this is pre or post entrepreneur life. If this is pre, what's that? Right now. Right now. Okay, so pre. 
I would, I would continue to school, but I would start, I would launch my business to the maximum that I could possibly do. I would build a website that I can run everything from. Um, I would invest into um, making sure that everything that I need certification or whatever to, to be a brand identity, like a brand identity developer, like everything that is required to do that as an entrepreneur, I would pour into it to the cap, to the cap that I could possibly do to the first tier. So just get my feet on the ground, get my, you know, my feet on that land on my two feet. And then like you would, just like you said, I would actually also pour into a group of people uh, more for me personally, specifically, it would be the children that are, you know, that are needing to be adopted and like fund maybe even one child to, to provide the funds for a family to adopt a child, like something like that. That's because I know that adoptions are very expensive now and, you know, it's not cheap, but I would do something to help out a family or, you know, a, a young adult that's needing that kind of assistance. So but ten thousand dollars is an over an overwhelming amount of money in my mind right now at the age that I'm at and the position of work I'm in because I mean ten thousand dollars is like a, a little under half of what I would make in a whole entire year, and that's you know like I make twenty eight thousand a year thirty thousand dollars a year so maybe like a third a third of what I would make in a year it's pretty incredible to have an additional ten so I mean money money can you can do so much with it you can waste it or you can be productive with it. And I guess that's just really where I would be with just being as productive as I possibly could. Quick question. Yeah. This has, this is not one of my questions, like a random thought, you know, like people say money is the root of all evil. Right. You know, that's something that, um, you know, I've, I've heard it when I was a kid. I think that's just, that's, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that though. Well, well, let me, let me, I was going to ask you, like, oh, yeah, 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 go for it. Do you agree with that statement? And if not, why not? Um, no, and I don't agree with that statement because that is a falsified, like, I don't want to call it a myth, but I feel like it's very, very far from it being the root of evil. Um, cause you got to understand there are stories in the Bible where, you know, that it's mentioned that, you know, being fruitful, um, being fruitful in our day and age is being abundant financially. Uh, I think it honestly depends on the person. Um, it has nothing to do with the actual physical form of money. Money is not money does not equal happiness, but money also does not equal evil. What you do with money and how you manage your money, as far as what you if you're like a rich, 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 rich person, right? And somebody who forgets what happiness is about, which there's a, there's a story in the Bible about that, about the rich man who didn't make it to heaven. Um, and it's because people become so invested in what they have. It can change and alter somebody, but I don't think that money is ultimately evil because if we live on the earth, we it's a tool. It's a resource. That's like saying social media is evil. Though there's a lot of negative people, there's a lot of destructive people on social media and that, you know, I've had people I've had to block because of the, the amount of destruction that they're trying to put on me. But it's not because I dislike them as a person. I just am not going to phase their negativity and their, 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 uh, 
you know, whatever they have to say, that's really not even really much of value. So I think it all honestly depends on the person and not so much on the actual money. So all right, quick side note, and I, I only brought this up because we have this social media thing. I think it's hilarious. Um, so you know, I I try to give like these positive videos and like you know, like give you things that like I've struggled with and things that like you know they speak out to me, like something that like like when when I when I give a video or when I post a video on my my social media, it's something that I've either had an inner turmoil with that I'm still working on, or it's something that I've gotten past. And so right. you know, I speak on it because that's something, you know, I speak on something that I know versus speaking on something that I have no experience or recollection. And so like this guy, he goes completely out of his like way to go, to go and comment on like three of my videos and call me these names and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yo, who is this guy? And he like, he, he went in, he found like three or four of my videos and he just started like, you know, commenting and just kind of going in. And, you know, in the initial first instinct, it's like, you know, you want to say something back. And I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to entertain this. And like, there's no value to it. The only thing I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to block this guy like, you know, because I don't need that type of negativity. You know, um, I, I always talk about time and currency, time and currency, time is currency, time is currency. So what you spend time on, then you're investing it. And you, if, if you invest it in the wrong people, the wrong thing, then it's gone. You can't get it back, period. So you need to be very smart. So that's just a quick side note. I just wanted to share. No, thanks. For, no, thanks for sharing, man. That's that's great. I think that's. Uh, I think a lot of us, as younger, you know, the younger people in this. Uh, I won't say younger people. I keep saying it like it's like they're. I'm comparing apples to oranges. It's the generation that has access and has had access for at least five years to social media, or that was Facebook, MySpace, email. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Instagram, you know, all these different platforms, they're very, very, very useful. Like, I mean, I'm talking about right now, I'm, I'm working on my, you know, my, my portfolio. That's what I'm getting ready to use Instagram for, uh, at least for what I'm getting ready to do. And I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I'm building a portfolio um, that's going to portray what it is that I'm going to be doing. So people can see, oh, he's got this kind of service. He's doing this kind of work. And would you say that's evil? Would you say that's a bad thing? No. But no. unfortunately, like even with people listening to your motivational stuff, people commenting terrible negative things, it's unfortunate. But you know what it is? It's because people don't realize when you are going. So here's here. Here's a people that grow up with you or around you and don't necessarily have to be in the physical presence of you all the time. These people could be in your generation growing up in this day and age doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go, go up with you. So what it means is, is like, yes, you grow up with these people, maybe in your childhood, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going up. And so even this guy who's making his comments on your social media posts, it just, to me, it's, it, it is a, what's the best way of saying this? I mean, it's it, their it way of sharing how they feel because they're upset that they can't make these videos. That's how I look at it. Like if you're not people, when they see somebody else doing greater or doing better than them, and it's not that you're, that we're any less equal. It's just, I'm working out hard to find a way to better myself. I'm trying to find a way to execute on my dreams. And if you're not on the same page with me, there's nothing well, I can tell you. 
you know, um, you know, I, I don't even like, I don't even entertain it. Like, you know, I, I was just like, all right, just good. I saw it block, 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 block. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, you know, he's not the first, won't be the last, but back to the, what, what I had to ask you. Um, I don't, I don't believe money is a, um, evil. I think it, it is a tool, just like you said, and it just highlights the characteristics that you already had, you know? So like if, you know, you, let's say you're you're a generous person and you're broke, then it's going to highlight that generosity. Um, if you're you're a you know selfish person and you're broke and then you start to get money, it's going to highlight that. You know, I'll, that's all it is. It's going to just uh, uh, highlight you know the characteristics that you either hide or the ones that um, were there all along. You know, so that's that's something that um, I you know I, I, I I'm a big believer in. Um, I do have uh, like this is my actual question for you from the list of questions that we're kind of going off of. When you're up late at night and you can't sleep, what is what is it that's keeping you up? Great question. So, man, what is keeping me up? Most of the time. And this is like 98% of the time. The other 2% is because I just honestly can't fall asleep. And then I can't sleep at all because I already don't sleep well. Anyways, but the 98% of the time that I, I'm being held up or awake is because my brain does not stop thinking about creative ideas and things to be productive with. As far as like there are nights that I sat and I've done podcast stuff. I, the other night, I sent you stuff like at 3 o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep. So I said, you know what? instead of laying here and even though I know I can't fall asleep, which most people might say that's kind of dumb. Like if you're going to try to go to sleep and it's not working for you, why don't you just lay your there, close your eyes. My mentality, unfortunately is be productive. If I can't sleep, be productive. Um, Jeff Bezos once said, you know, sleep while everyone's sleeping, keep working because one day he's going to be resting and sleeping while everybody's hustling and trying to earn that paycheck, pay the bills. And, um, that's that's what keeps me up at night that honestly if i cannot sleep in, the, in those nights that i'm just sitting there like dude what and why can i just close my eyes and sleep i just pull out my ipad and start working i don't know why it's just there's just thoughts there's there's um there's you know creative the creative mind just starts to go and what can i do to make this more optimal what can i do to maximize this kind of project like that's where it's at. So I try to be productive and that's usually what's keeping me from sleeping, which is something I probably should slow down on just because sleep is really important too, which I don't even get much of, but it definitely is like part of the physical wellness that you need and the mental wellness that you need. Um, like, uh, and I, I, I really have no room to talk because I don't sleep all that well too. I'm currently running off of an hour and a half of sleep right now. Um, but it's funny how you do it. Not well, I mean, you know, you know you I mean, do I do it too, but not you're, you you're so okay. It's, it's, I look at it like this when you're not sleeping and you're, 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 you know, the kind of like that same kind of mindset that you had mentioned. Um, when you're not sleeping, you're trading it in, and as long as you're being productive with it, you're trading in that lack of sleep for a hope or a betterment of your future. Hmm. So, um, usually for me, like if I'm up late at night, I'm 
envisioning, I'm imagining like who I'm going to be in 10 years. And it's like the, the me versus me, like the me currently right now, who's got that, that, that dog, that fight, that like that drive, like I, I want and I need to get to where I need to get to, because if I don't get to where I need to get to, then I'm unfulfilled. My, my life is, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not worth living unless I'm driving and I'm heading that direction. Versus, you know, 40 year old me who actually have, you know, I finished going through that trial, that tribulation, um, that, 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 that battle, battle tested. And now I can look back and be like, man, I, I went through that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I constantly kind of think of like the future me versus the present me and, you know, how much different will it be in 10 years versus, you know, what I'm currently facing? Like the current battles that I have now, will I still be facing those current battles? Or, you know, as they say, different levels, different devils. So it, it's it's just one of those things that, I'm, you know, if if I had the, uh, the, the power to, it's kind of like, you know, get like a DVD or something and you kind of like fast forward to the end just to kind of see like, oh, okay, it got there. Okay, now you go back and you just play it you know, play it currently. So like, I, I always play devil's advocate. I'm just like, all right, uh, where I'm at now and what do I, what is the gap in, in between getting to the place that I want to get to? And that's really the only thing that really keeps me up at night. And I try to, you know, minimize, um, not minimize, but I try to maximize the time that I do have. And I try to, um, just put myself in the best possible situation that I possibly can, whether it be through stocks, whether it be through exercise, whether it be through meditating, whether it be through prayer, anything that I possibly can do in order to just better my overall viewpoint, who I am as a person. So, Well, it sounds like we're both just always being productive, even when we're not sleeping. And when you are sleeping. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to lie and be like, yo, I'm always productive. Well, but for the most part, like if, oh. I'm, if I'm up late, you know, that's something that like, you know, if I'm like sitting there, I'm in bed and I'm just like, huh, I wonder what 40 year old me will be doing at this time. Like, you know, is, is he, would he be laying down here? Would he be like, you know, would he be resting? Would he be relaxing? Would he be watching a, you know, a game or something? And like, I, you know, this- I just think about what 40 year old Finn would be doing. I feel like I want 40 year old Finn to be chilling on a, on a yacht and drinking a glass of wine. And hopefully at that point I have a wife and kids running around like mini Finns running around um, and having everything that I am happy for and content. Like I, I don't really want a lot. I want to have enough to, I think about these, I want enough to have for myself and my family. Like when I have a family, I also want to give back to my parents and I want to be able to take care of them uh, financially uh, as well as, you know, you know, the health aspect of their life. Cause obviously our parents are getting older. Like that's just part of the life, part of the journey. And I'm, you know, at that point, four years old, I think my parents will be in their seventies. So like I see it as an opportunity and I'm hoping at four years old, I'm doing something productive. I mean, I'm, I, I would imagine. So if I'm doing this now at 23, 22, 23 years old. Ah, man, dude, I can only imagine what 40-year-old Finn is doing. I can only imagine. That'd be like, what, 17 years from into the future, just to kind of look at this. Can you, and, like, I, I again, like, it's just one of those things that if we, from the time that we started this podcast to um, now, um, we have reached about how many people would you say, Finn? Um, Most recent update, uh, we are short of 2,000 people. Like, as far as 
well, we short of 2000 people subscribe, but we've reached over, well, so definitely over 28,000. It was 28,000 towards the end of the year of last year. So I'm sure we're closer to 30,000 now uh, since the beginning of when we started. So, and my point is like, that's after one year, imagine doing this for 10 years, you know, like, you know, hold on 30,000 in one year. So that means like 300,000 people in uh, the course of a decade, you know, and then that's if we just stay on pace and that's just, that's if we keep like a steady growth, you know, that's not, but that's, that's not, that's not considering compounding. I mean, that's how money works. It compounds okay. after a certain time you start to compound it. The content and the exposure that we have, I feel like we're going to compound. I think our podcast is going to, Exactly. You know, I want to pop- the bare minimum. The bare minimum, like if yeah, the bare minimum is three hundred thousand. Yeah, and I mean well, that right there in itself is like uh, fantastic. And I, I look at that, I'm just like, okay, so how are we gonna? What is the gap between getting to the three hundred thousand? Like that means that there is, you know, uh, what two thousand seventy, two thousand seventy, or two hundred seventy thousand. 70,000, sorry, my fault, yeah. There's 270,000 other people at the bare minimum that are ex- are expected by our 10-year mark. The question have- is, how do we fill that gap? You know, it's like, what what do we have to do in order to fill that gap? And well, the good thing is we're, we're in the very beginning of the you know, stages, and obviously we're not necessarily chasing after numbers, but it's more so it's just like, okay, you know, if we did this well, imagine how well we'd be doing after 10 years of doing this consistently. And that's just kind of where my mind goes, like, especially late night and I'm, I'm still up and I'm still, you know, you know, I'm still thinking and I'm on my phone, I'm tweaking, I'm either, you know, messing with a video or I'm doing whatever it is. And it's just like, you know, me versus me. And, you know, I only have me to go against. I can't go against anybody else. I'm, I'm not them. I am me. Uh, you know, that's right. I, I was blessed with my own set of circumstances and I will find a way to triumph and overcome them. Absolutely, dude. Dude, I love it, man. And this headspace, our headspace is, you know, at a place right now where I think where we're connecting, collaborating, and ultimately conveying our purpose here. We're not here to tell people how to live life. I don't think we're here to, you know, force it down anyone's throat to be the best version. We encourage and we want to help people. That's all we're here. I, I want to help people navigate through their journey, through their life, and give them something something to take away from just to know that these us two guys are raw authentic we will dig into the conversation we're not perfect and you know what we're not reinventing the wheel by having this podcast i think that is the number one thing that was kind of discouraging for me when the first the beginning when we first started this and it was just like the thought of well what is our podcast going to do that's different from everybody else because when you listen to, to listen to Brene Brown, you listen to, you know, all these different, um, uh, Stephen Furtick, you've listened to, I listen to a couple other podcasts of like podcasts that really just are so motivational, but it's like at the same time, like, how do I actually, like, how do we actually change the emotion and the rhythm of our podcast to stand out from all these other ones? So whole different conversation for all another day, dude, this was awesome. Uh, I do have a question for you though, and this one's kind of different because I know I can definitely share. I have multiple ones of these, but here's my question for you. Are you ready? Yep, I'm listening. What is your most hated chore and why? This is going to be an interesting one. Hated chore. Um, 
I I don't mind laundry because you know, oddly enough, I'm actually really good at folding um, clothes, and like, there's like a weird uh, like pleasure I get from having it like <laughs> creases and stuff. Like, did you work at like uh, a clothes? Did you work at like a Abercrombie Fitch or like a like a clothing store, American Eagle Outfitters, yeah. or something like that? I never did anything like that. But wow, usually just, those people are really good at it. Just something about like, you know, just, you know, just you, you fold it. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, this is, this is, this is nice. This is nice. Uh, I, I get like an odd like um, satisfaction off of that. Um, there's but, a crease. No, no, there's a crease. You gotta do it all over again. Unfold the whole shirt. Is that, is that you? Do you unfold the entire shirt when one thing is off? Like if the, 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 mean, neck, or the neck part is like a little off to the left and you're like, so, okay, so the only thing, like, as far as clothes, it doesn't matter. As long as it's folded, it doesn't matter. The one thing I will say is, like, for my sheets, my blankets and stuff like that, I'm very peculiar with how I fold those. Oh, boy. So you need them to be a certain way. The other Can you elaborate? Way. Can you elaborate on it? I don't know how to express it. Like, it's, it's like, I don't. So, like, let's say, like, let's say if you and me were hanging out and you was like, hey, you want, want me to help you, like, fold your laundry? Sure, man. As long as it's my clothes, my shirts, yeah, fold it. That's fine, whatever. But if I was doing my blankets and stuff like that, I'd be like, nah, Finn, I got it. I'll, I'll take care of it. Like, please don't touch it. I I, wow. I want to do this a certain way. Well, so, I'll make sure to never ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, w- when it comes to sheets, like, I there's a certain way I just, I, I like to fold them, especially with a fitted, because I hate how, like, some people fold it. Like, some people take it and they just, like, just roll it up and I, that, that, irks the crap out of me i can't stand it um uh but like you should make a you should make a tutorial video next time you think about making a video for instagram i think because i think i struggle i would love to know how to fold a fitted sheet so i think you should do a video and like a tutorial like a step-by-step this is how the adler's way not think about it i think people would love that man i think people would appreciate i would appreciate it for sure because i suck at folding fitted sheets what's funny is like, you know, like that was like an odd talent. Like I had like, as like a seven, eight year old, like I, like it's, I don't know if it's geometry or just like, just the way that you, you fold it and stuff. So my mom, she identified that as <laughs> when I was a young kid. So then I ended up doing all the, like the, the sheets. In, oh boy. It was crappy. But like, at the same time, like I was obsessive compulsive with it. And I was like, you guys are doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Let me do this. And so like, you know, my mom, like, obviously my brother and I would take turns, like, you know, you know, doing like chores and stuff like that. But like, when it came to like sheets and stuff, my mom would always like, Hey, Adler, come here, help me. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, I think my most needed chore truthfully is probably dishes. I don't like dishes. Like I, I, I do them. I do them because like it irks me to see a pile of like dishes in the sink, but at the same time, it's just like, I, I hate them. And, and it's there. Why is it there? It's there. It's looking at me. It's staring at me. Let's, let's, you know, fix this. So it's a little, it looks like a, the Atlanta skyline city skyline. When you start looking at dishes, when they stack up, that's to me, that's when it's like, that's too many. Yeah. I have lived with somebody who has had, uh, a skyline, a city skyline worth of dishes. And it's just like, um, okay. It's like, do you not see that? It's, it's looking at us. It's, he, I walk it's in. A, he, skyscrapers, man. Look, it's a bunch of skyscrapers. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I I completely sympathize with you on that. Uh, what? So I'm guessing yours is probably dishes as well, or what? Honestly, not really. I don't mind doing dishes. I don't like doing them, but it doesn't sound my least favorite. Are you ready for my least favorite? Sure. I hated, and I still do. I'll do it because I'm, you know, I'm honestly, I've realized you just do it. Was cleaning the pool. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a pool. I could not stand cleaning the pool. I would cry. When I was younger, I was used to be like the number one chore. Saturday mornings before, you know, before lunch, the pool needed to be done. My dad told me why, and I understood why, but I still hate it because no matter what time of the day it is, Florida is always humid and hot. Unless it's like wintertime, you get like three days that are like fine, normal. But I remember during the summertime, the sun algae growing up on the pool because we didn't have a, we didn't have a, uh, like, a like a screen. I was like, yo, dude, what the heck? I felt like I was cleaning the same spot like 60,000 times. And I'm just like, dude, this yellow is not coming off. What is going on? Yeah. And so I would be burning up, sweating my whole body off. And I'm just like, dude, I hate this. Absolutely hate this. And, you know, just cleaning the pool in general, like on a Saturday morning, I want to be playing Legos or whatever I was playing as a kid. I haven't had to clean a pool in a long time. But I just know, like, when I think about it, I think of, um, have you ever watched the movie with uh, Rodney Atkins? Not Rodney Atkins is a country musician. Some, totally somebody else. The guy who plays Mr. Bean. Yeah. You know Mr. Bean is? Have you watched the Johnny English movies? Okay. Everybody who's watched Johnny English, uh, anytime they say Mumbai or something like that, he, like, starts to twitch and flinch and stuff. So when I think of cleaning a pool, I just want you to imagine them having that moment, too, and it's like, oh. It's like, Ugh, I don't want to hear about no cleaning the pool. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, no, it's like you're, it's, it's, it's like this, like you're disgusted to even hear. Like if you hear yeah. cleaning a pool, absolutely going to run the other way. Probably not, but it used to be like that, man. It used to be. So, <laughs> so last question. Um, yes. Before we finish up. Um, if you could time travel, where would you go? To be honest with you, I don't like going backwards, but I'm going to go backwards. I would have loved to go back to when I was like firstborn and in the orphanage. And that sounds really weird, uh, but I would be, it would be really interesting to see, um, you know, what, what it was like at that time. I have no recollection of what the orphanage would look like or what that experience was like. Uh, but going backwards and just seeing where all of it started, you know, who this baby Finn was, what it is that, and, and, and it, it can be a bit of an emotional thing, but at the same time, I think every person who's ever been adopted has always, no matter how much we think we, do, we don't want to know or don't ever want to meet our you know, biological parents because we want access to them. Yeah or lose an interest. I think we still deep down inside. I want to still know kind of where you're from and why it all happened. But ultimately I think that's where I would go. That's where I would time travel to just standing in the orphanage and seeing myself as a baby 
And just knowing that's about as much detail as I have, that is, uh, that's where I'd go. I just would like to know where it all, where all this entire journey began, where it all started. Um, I, you know, I, I mean, like, I, I completely get where you're coming from. Like, um, you know, it, it's more of like, if you have a better understanding of your past, then you have a better understanding of who you are as a person. Um, so I definitely see the vibe for that. I don't know if me personally, I would go back in time only because um, like either way I look at it, like if I, if I go too far back into, you know, uh, American history, you know, either Jim Crow laws, slavery and stuff like that. I, I don't, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, I already kind of have a basic gist of how it was in the past. And, you know, I, I'm very, very much thankful, you know, and I, I know we've, we, um, we're in the midst of like the, the social justice movement and stuff like that. And I can honestly say that I'm very grateful, thankful for like those that came before me that set the footing that allowed me to be on a podcast here with a white man and just to be able to be in the position that I'm in because they laid the, the groundwork for this, for this opportunity right here. If you're thinking about it, just in like the, the white scope. It made me cry, man. But um, I think if I could go in the future, I would want to I would want to know. And I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but, you know, we have this innate desire to know that what we're doing matters, that what we're doing has an impact that what we're doing. It means something to somebody. And so I would go 60, you know, 80, maybe even 100 years like into the future and just to see like what did my life like signify and did it like, did it lay the groundwork for somebody else the same way that, you know, my life was laid like the groundwork for, or did I impact somebody? If I, did I change the way my loved ones lived? Um, Did I like, you know, did I create generational wealth that, you know, allowed them to live a more comfortable, better lifestyle than, you know, how I did, you know, I would be very curious just to know like, you know, how things ended up after my life, you know, ended, you know, after I move on to the next world, I would know like, you know, the kids that I don't have yet, like, you know, the wife that um, I haven't met yet, the, um, you know, the grandkids, the, the, the relationships that I haven't yet cultivated yet, you know, I would want to see all of it. I would want to know like, you know, how did it all transpire? And like, just to kind of like look at like, okay, hey, you did a good job. You you impacted as many people as you were able to reach. And I think that's been my goal. Like even as a kid, like I wrote a letter to myself when I was 18 years old. And the only thing that I wanted to do with my life as a career is to help people. That was the only thing I wrote down on that sheet of paper. And I, I look back at it and I, I, that's all I wanted to do. I became a nurse because I wanted to help people. And I didn't become a nurse, you know, to you know, deal with gross stuff and all that stuff. Like I, I learned how to deal with the, the gross thing that came with the job, but the, and the innate desire was to help. And 
you know, I've been able, I've been blessed with the opportunity to work at many different facilities as a nurse. I've been blessed to host a, a, a platform like this and to, you know, help people. I've, I've been blessed to um, run 24 hours in a day on Instagram. If you haven't, you know, yet got a chance to do that, you know, check it out to, you know, help like influence people to physically and mentally take care of themselves in a better, better way. And I can't tell you how many times like some random person will be like, hey, bro, I worked out today. And it was because one of the videos that you, you posted. And so like, even like if, uh, even if I only get like 10, 10 views, you know, five views, one view, I just need to know that like it impacted at least one person. And if I, if I can see that I'm able to impact one person, then I think that truthfully it speaks volumes and it, it makes me happy. Absolutely. And I'm not even going to top that off anything. I don't got nothing to say, dude. You just you nailed it right on the head. And everything you said just now is just, it covers such a, a vast, you know, uh, range of things that we have done so far. I know we're kind of wrapping it up here on the podcast and this episode specifically. And I actually just wanted to take a moment and just share with people like something that I've learned and what I'm learning about myself and learn just so that you guys can take this and, and, and run with it. You know, I've been on this platform this past week. Um, I've been on this platform that Adler you're familiar with, and maybe other listeners are familiar with as well. And I've learned a lot of really amazing things on how to communicate a thought or communicate a, an idea more thoroughly to be more, productive with what you're doing. And so being on, uh, you know, clubhouse, if you had this chance just to communicate with other people, and I think with everything that we've gone through with COVID and just being so far away from people and getting on this community of people to talk about like-minded material, you know, it is a unique place, but I will say, you know, I feel like with what we're doing here at the podcast, you know, the best you nation, we are, we are our own club. We're our own clubhouse. And we are a club of people that are all broken, all looking for a way to never, I don't want people to bypass struggle. I want people to embrace struggle. And I want people to find what is driving them forward. I want people to learn more about themselves, learn about the people you surround yourself with, knowing when and where you are going to be when you are at the top of your game. And so, you know, what we're doing, what we're talking about, we're just, we're just having fun. We're just communicating. We're just having a conversation. I think that at the end of the day, when, if I could, if I could show this podcast, if this podcast was, if we were to go back in time, one more time, go back in time, I would want to show the sixth, sixth grade, uh, the sixth grade Finn, this podcast. So at that time in my life, I was in a very, very, very dark place in my life in my journey. And I really was afraid. I was very scared. I was very angry. And I was very like a very hurting child. I was just hurting inside very much so. And this podcast, I would show him and say, hey, look, you know, like what you're saying right now, wanting to go see where you were or where you would have made it in the last you know, 100 years from now. Well, I would love to show 12, 13-year-old Finn look where you are 10 years later, 10 years ago, you were supposed to fail out of school. You were supposed to never make it. And 
beat the odds. And I'm saying this not to be vain or be narcissistic about anything. What I'm sharing is that every single person who listens to our podcast deep down inside of them has a struggle, has a burden, has something broken about who they are. And so learning to embrace, learning to navigate through those struggles we want to be able to allow that to be a freedom here with the best you nation. Our nation is under God. Our nation is focused on the people and beating and getting over those odds that everyone keeps telling us and pinning us up against this wall saying, you can't make it. You're not going to do it. You can't succeed. You're not going to make it to 18. Adler, you're not going to become a nurse. Adler, you're not like all those stuff that people have fed our thoughts and we have utilized to, continue to drive our own personal thoughts and doubts, it's time to push that stuff out of the way. It's time to eliminate it and start to propel and go in the direction we're supposed to go. I know this is a very like personal ending moment, but I really think that it's important because at the end of the day, we're not doing this just because we want to get on here on Zoom and just talk your ears off for 45 minutes. We have other things that we could be doing, but because Adler and I are so like-minded and Adler, you said it, we're, you've been wanting to help people. And so this is it. This is the platform that I know that in 50, 60 years from now, people will look at and say, we were able to start up with these guys. We were first listeners. We were the first 30,000 people that were part of this project. So just wanted to leave you guys off of that side note. If there's anything that you guys want to hear us talk about or share with us about, you know, your experience so far with the Best Nation, please reach out to us. I know we always say it, but we genuinely want to hear how the best you nation, our podcast, our platform, our culture has influenced you. And maybe it might as not, maybe it hasn't influenced you. Maybe you feel like there's still something missing. We want to hear it. We want to hear from you guys. So you can reach out to Adler himself personally at 24 hours in a day. Go ahead and just, you know, follow his stuff. His stuff is amazing. I follow it and I still do workouts that he does. I watch his videos. I actually watched them the other day. And then also, obviously, you can reach out to me personally at Stephen Finn Foster on Instagram, or you can also follow our joint, like our main thing, obviously, the best you nation and reach out to us. Let us know if there's anything that we can do to help you out, please. Seriously, we want to be able to advocate and navigate with you. So that's all I got for you guys today. Adler, is there anything else we want to do to close out? We love you. We appreciate you. Stay tuned for next week. We have another episode hidden on Monday, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like and subscribe. Okay. Have All right, a guys. Stay blessed. Love you guys.